Hey, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm great. Great. Are you? Got my Grip 6 socks on today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I, set. I uh, wore my Grip 6 socks uh, when we went trick-or-treating the other day. Did you? Because it was a little chilly. Yeah. A little chilly for us Texas people. A little people. chilly. It was a little chilly. It's almost I, 47. I know. And I was like, I got to slip these things on because they keep my, my toes nice and warm. Yeah. Anyway, Grip6 is a great company. It uh, does business here in America. does everything in America. And that is, I don't know if you're a business person, but uh, trying to make things competitively priced and make them of quality here in America is darn near impossible. And there's all kinds of shortcuts that everybody wants you to take. But those companies that don't take those shortcuts and actually do everything in America should be frequented. Um, Their socks, everything from America. Their wallets, their belts, everything from America. Put your hard-earned money into a company that does it right, right here in America. Check their socks out. Really great. Grip6.com slash Beck. It's Grip6.com slash Beck. students surrounding a Jewish student all by himself cornering him and shouting at him as he tries to get away now I I'm gonna start with that because the president came out yesterday and announced the first national strategy to counter Islamophobia we begin there in 60 seconds You probably spend at least some of the time thinking about the nutrition that is contained in the food you eat, right? I know I do. I think about it every every time I pick up a donut or one of Pat's Kexi cookies. I think, wow, this is good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm proud of myself for thinking about it, too. I don't do anything about it, but I think about it a lot. Ask yourself, do you think about the nutritional value of your dog's food? If you're feeding him or her kibble food, the answer is is you should think about it again because no matter what anybody tells you they sterilize that stuff for a long shelf life it has by law it has to be able to sit on a shelf for like two two and a half years this is why rough greens is so important it's not a dog food it's something you sprinkle on the dog's food and it gives your dog everything that they need including the probiotics all the things that they sterilized out 
The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dogs are going to love it, they have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. Give you the first trial bag for free. Just try it. All you pay for is shipping. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Yeah, so we have uh, we have that super, super classic of now yesterday, Harvard students surrounding a Jewish student, um, which is, you know, it's wonderful. Uh, then we have <laughs> this Islamophobia, Glenn. It's just constant. No, I, you know, yeah. this people it's are crazy. scared of Muslims well, and therefore Muslims are attacking Jews. Right. Exactly. Exactly, something. something like that. Right. And here's here's Hamas. I want to I want you to hear this. Uh, this is a Hamas terrorist describing killing children. Here it is. Oh. Afterwards, we entered the house. It was near us. We entered through the window. We checked the house and heard the sounds of young children in the safe room. Mm-hmm. We shot at the safe room. Oh. Why'd you shoot at the safe room? Boy? At the beginning, we didn't shoot. We passed by. We didn't hear anything. We ate dates and drank water. Mm-hmm. After we heard sounds of young children. What sounds did you hear? Young children crying. Yeah. Can you demonstrate what noises so I can understand? The cries of young children, a young child. Like what? A child crying. Okay. I shot and Abu Amal Kamil shot. Until what? Until we didn't hear any noise. Yeah, we didn't hear any noise at that point. And then the army arrived. You stopped hearing the noise. What does that mean? That they died. Is children logical in the Muslim religion? No. What did the Prophet Muhammad say regarding this? Children are not involved. So I ask you a question. If you entered in order to kill under the order of uh, Nakba from Hamas, what's the difference between you and ISIS? The things the interrogator showed me, there, there is no difference. The things I was shown. I saw videos worse than ISIS, the one as the interrogator showed me. Your father and mother would be proud of those actions? They don't know I'm part of Hamas. My father sees me, he will shoot me, he will kill me. Okay, uh, well, that's uh, that had a happy ending that at least, uh, you know, he was saying that he didn't have, uh, you know, he had a real problem with shooting the children in the safe room, but I don't know why he had a problem with it when he's with the interrogator and he didn't have a problem with it when they were eating dates. Uh, one more cut here. Here is uh, here's Kirby um, at his White House briefing, John Kirby, uh, talking about violent anti-Semitic threats. Listen to this. The people in this country making violent anti-Semitic threats are they domestic terrorists? I don't uh, know that we're classifying people as domestic terrorists I, for oh, that. Wait I mean, a minute. I, that's really a question better left to law enforcement. I'm, I'm really? not aware that there's been such a, uh, a characterization of that. Okay. That's weird because people who went to the school boards and stood up for their children and said, what are you doing? They were domestic terrorists. But people who are making violent anti-Semitic uh, comments and threats 
are not? Hmm, that's weird. On the same day, the White House announced its first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Biden ran for office to restore the soul of our nation. He's unequivocal. There's no place for hate in America against anyone. For too long, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslims, such as Arabs and Sikhs, have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks and other discriminatory incidents. Really? Now, we all know about the murder of the Muslim, the six-year-old Muslim kid, um, allegedly at the hands of a landlord uh, who targeted the family over the terrorist attack on Israel by Hamas. That guy should go to jail. That's clear. We all agree that that six-year-old should not have been killed, that that is a horror show, right? Can we not make George Floyd out of this? We all agree that guy should go to jail. And it's weird. And look, sometimes there are coincidences that mm-hmm. pop up from mm-hmm. you know, just from time to time. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, they've got nothing to do. One thing doesn't have anything to do with the other thing. Mm-hmm. And that's important to mm-hmm. note because this is a heartfelt uh, policy on Islamophobia coming um, from the federal government. And not only, by, by the way, it's always Muslims and those who appear Muslim. We make sure it's yes. not just Muslims yes. that are that are people are afraid Correct. of. It's also those who appear Muslim. Um, but this is, is just a totally unrelated story. Um, Biden's support among Arab Americans was mm. 59% when he was elected, and now yeah. it's 17. Oh, what? Well, so, that's a weird coincidence. So it's just it's just total coincidence that he just announced this big Islamophobia policy. So I have to tell you that um, I don't I don't think it's just because of getting numbers to be reelected. No, I think it's I, totally unrelated. What are you talking yeah, about? No, no, I know that. No, I I know. <laughs> However, I think this is revealing. This is who the White House really is. This is who this administration is. This is showing you where we're headed, where we're going is he was saying, oh, we Israel, we love you. We love you. Hey, you should do a ceasefire, a ceasefire. No, you shouldn't. Would, would we have given the Japanese a ceasefire on December 23rd, 1941? No, no, we wouldn't have, especially when you hear things Uh, Like you hear from uh, Hamas. Here's a Hamas spokesperson, Ghazi Hamad. I'm going to play just a little bit of it, but I'll just read it to you. Here he is. uh, Cut two, please. We must teach Israel a lesson, and we'll do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is just the first. So what he's saying here, listen to this. Israel is a country that has no place on our land. We must remove this country because it constitutes a security, military, and political catastrophe to the Arab and Islamic nation, and it must be finished. We're not ashamed to say this full force. We must teach Israel a lesson, and we'll do it again and again. Will we have to pay a price? Yes, and we're ready to pay it. We're called a nation of martyrs, and we are proud to sacrifice our martyrs. The occupation must end, not only in the Gaza Strip, but in all Palestinian lands. That means, he admitted, the Hamas goal is, quote, the annihilation 
of Israel. The existence of Israel is illogical. The existence of Israel is what causes all of that pain, blood, and tears. It is Israel, not us. We are victims of the, of the occupation. Therefore, no one should blame us for the things we do on October 7, October 10th, October 1 million. Everything we do is justice, justified to get to the annihilation of Israel. Now, why would you have a ceasefire? Why, how are you not very clear on what we are dealing with? It's a one-sided ceasefire. That's oh, not yeah. a ceasefire. No, not a ceasefire. So here's the thing. This is showing us where we're headed. The, the administration has already, as I showed you on TV last night, back in 2006, they were hemming and hawing, but they were talking about bringing Hamas into the LGBTQ community and, uh, and bringing them part of this coalition because their goals are the same, the destruction of the Western world. So they're going to pick Hamas. I showed you this video last night and they were like, yeah, I know. Well, we can disagree with their tactics because the question was, how could you get in bed with a terrorist organization? Well, we don't agree with their tactics, but we do agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sorry, Democrats. What? So this is exactly what this administration, this is not what the average Democrat wants. But this is what the Democratic Party is all about now. Chaos and the destruction of the West. We're going to tell you a story in a little while about um, they're renaming all of the birds, the American birds. They're renaming American birds. Why would you do that? Because anyone, not just good people or bad people, anyone who has a bird, an American that has a bird named after them. That's being replaced. I told you, well, I don't know if I, I told you probably in 2012. In 2008, I started collecting American documents. And the reason why is because I had a prompting, clay pots. I didn't know what clay pots meant. And one day I was on the air and I said, you know, these people hate America and will erase everything about us if we don't win against these people and in my promptings i had heard clay pots for months and i didn't know what it meant and the moment i said that i thought sacred american scripture our american scripture is our bill of rights our declaration of independence all of the writings of our founders clay pots is what kept the dead sea scrolls safe People were coming for the Dead Sea Scrolls, and the people knew in advance they were coming to destroy them. So they rolled them up and they put them in clay, clay pots where they sat for over a thousand years in the back of a cave. That's why we have the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I am convinced, after I read the bird thing today, I thought these people are going to erase absolutely everything about America. Everything. I, I think it's about time to put the the uh, the documents in a cave someplace away and maybe they'll be found in a thousand years so people can truly know our American history.
But these people make no mistake. Evil has swept the land. I'm going to show you some things that are out today that will show you. Please get my newsletter because today you can piece things together just by reading. You can see how everything is falling into place. Do you know, you know what? I, uh, I am. I am a supporter of Israel defending itself. I am not a supporter of us sending troops into Israel or into Gaza. I have no desire to keep these forever wars going on, but I do believe we should support them and say, hey, you have a right to defend yourself the way you see it, as long as you're playing by the rules of the Geneva Convention. You got to do what you've got to do. Got it. I will tell you that I think that this is so well coordinated. Do you remember when, do you remember when, what was happening on October 6th before Israel, Hamas hit Israel? Do you remember what, what were we talking about? I'll give you a minute to think about it and I'll come back in just a second. Hey, America is not done one way or another. We still have a country for now and it is up to you and me to keep on proving that not only to ourselves, but finding ways to save what we have it's time to keep pushing leftist ideology back into the pit from whence it came. And it is time for you and me to put our money into solid American businesses. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile company, and they offer dependable nationwide uh, coverage. So you can access any of the three major networks that everybody's on, but you don't have to worry that you know part of your bill is going to fund leftist causes. Last night, I was um, at a dinner celebrating the 10th anniversary of Patriot Mobile, and they asked me to speak. And I, what I said was how proud I was to be any part of Patriot Mobile, because this is a I want you to go to their website and read their mission statement. It's unbelievable. It, this is a company that says what it means and means what it says. This company has understood if they serve you, they can make money and then take that money and apply it to saving the country, saving the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, all of the amendments, saving children's lives, getting this crap out of our schools. That's their real goal. But they have to serve you right and give you a better service than you're receiving now and a better price. And they do. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. What was happening? What were we talking about? Before Israel, what was happening in the world? Do you remember? Uh, it was it the speaker battle we had that going on. It was right around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what were we really battling? What were we really battling in uh, the house? Funding for Ukraine. That's. What the first thought when I heard this in Israel, I thought, wow, isn't that convenient? Now, 
I'm not suggesting that the administration did anything. Let's look at this from overseas point of view. You have the axis of evil, right? They have formally put together. In fact, uh, I think is um, uh, Iran calls themselves the the axis of resistance. Resistance. Yeah. Okay, and it's China, Russia, Iran. Okay, Russia has us bogged down in uh, Ukraine, and we're sending all of our arms, and we're running out of things. And we were starting to go soft and say, hey, we I think we've done enough in Ukraine. China, Russia and Iran don't want us to stop sending our arms overseas. When they saw, did, do you remember having this conversation when they saw that we were sending cluster bombs over to Ukraine? Which the entire world rejects we don't use cluster bombs do you remember this conversation that we had why would we do that i'm convinced that we have very little left and when we couldn't send them the rockets and the things that they were asking for because we're blowing through all of ours we started sending them cluster bombs that sent a signal to Russia, China, and Iran. These guys are on the ropes. We are depleting their resources, which will make China go right into Taiwan. As soon as we're so weak we can't do anything, they'll just walk into Taiwan. Iran will just walk into Israel. Russia will walk into whatever they want. They saw us. I, I would I would guess that there were maybe there was a phone call and they're like, OK, guys, we got them on the rope, but they're starting to wane. They're starting to wake up and say, no, we, we're enough of this, enough of this. Hamas. Iran. Go in. I really, truly believe this is their motivations are all real. When it comes to Iran and Hamas, they hate the Jew. But they're also trying to get the great Satan, us. They are trying to get us to deplete all of our resources. What Reagan did to Russia, they are doing to us. I think maybe we should wake up. Maybe we should have a different conversation than we're having. The Glenn Beck Program. Remember when owning your own home was this wonderful, crazy dream that kept you up at night with excitement? You were like, I'm going to have my first home. We're going to be insanely rich someday because I can just get a home and then wait a few years and it will just be worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the house and, uh, and then you've probably bought or sold that house and done another one. And you realize, wow, this is a real hassle. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. Uh, and I don't know exactly who I can trust to sell my home. Well, that's why I started real estate agents. I trust it's a free service to you. And when you're looking to buy or sell a home or both, we pair you with the highest selling best real estate agents in your area. These are not people moonlighting between shifts at Starbucks. They're serious, full-time professionals that take the top practices to your house, to sell your house. They'll sell it quickly. They'll sell it for the most amount of money and help you get into the new house. 
realestateagentsitrust.com realestateagentsitrust.com The biggest savings ever on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn Plus and save 36 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. By the way, if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, I'm doing a uh, interview with uh, Ron Paul today. Haven't thought really? of yeah, haven't thought of Ron Paul in a while. Hmm. There's a guy who was pretty right about things on the economy and the dollar and everything else. I'm going to be doing a one-on-one with Ron Paul. That's interesting. Uh, I haven't heard an interview with him in a long, a long time. time. Long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I just, uh, you know, look, we all know there is a back and forth between the Israelis and Hamas. You know, there's two sides to this issue, and that's what's important to understand. Sure. And there's one side that is, you know, murdering and raping and beheading the other side. And then mm-hmm. the other side who keeps, you know, I mean, they're part of that, too. They're getting the beheading, beheaded. Yeah. And, that's right. It takes and two to murdered. tango. Right. Two, takes two to, thank you. Yes, it takes thank two you. to tango. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing a lot of these headlines that this is my favorite one. From Axios, their headline to the story is anti-Arab and anti-Semitic hate crimes are surging in New York City. Mm. Now, now, it's both sides. Yeah. Right. Like both. It's happening to both. Right. Now, we're going to lead with the anti-Arab one. Yeah. Anti-Arab and anti-Semitic. But anti- it's both sides. That's what you sure. need to understand. Got it. Both sides. Right. Here. It's happening. Are there any stats or anything to that article? I don't know if we need to go into that. You know, we well, just know uh, that both anti-Arab wait, and anti-Semitic are, I mean, hate crimes are rising. Are there any uh, stats at all? Well, there's some. Okay. You know, there's yeah. some. Okay. You know, for, like what? Well, for example. In the same article. In the same article. Yeah, all right. This is the evidence that yeah, they're both okay, going sure. up. Yeah, okay, sure. They're both going up. For example, um, in September, mm-hmm. there were 16 anti-Semitic hate crimes in New York City. 16. 16. 16. Right. And that has risen in October yeah. to 69. From 16 to 69. That's a lot. That's a huge increase, right? Yeah. You know, and then so that's that's what we're talking about. That's no, we're talking. But what is the comparison? I mean, because they led with the anti-Islamic, so there has to be a lot. What what did we start with? Twenty five, and we're now up to one hundred and twenty five. No, 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 no. What what are we? We we started. It was it was less than twenty five. We started with what did we start with? One, one. Okay. And, and what and it is, it's up to eight. Huh. So look, that is an increase. Yeah, it and is. And percentage wise, it's even more it than is. the Jewish increase. It is. Right. But it's However, still half of the, the starting re- yeah. line. So think about this. We're <laughs> yeah. getting a both sides uh, yeah. pr- presentation uh-huh. 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 of a- the anti Arab attacks, which have mm. risen and have risen, according mm, to this article, sure. to half of a normal month for Jews. Hmm. Okay, not half of what it is now, but half of, of a, a normal, normal, typical, you're a Jew right. living in New York City, no <laughs> attacks going on overseas. Right. Got it. It's now risen to half of, of that. that amount okay. right. or one ninth of what it is okay. now. Sure. But, you know, it's going up on both sides, okay. Glenn. So let me let me tell you something that I <sighs> found in Vice today. Oh, uh, because they got an opinion on this. And this should tell you everything you need to know about why the Islamophobia thing is coming out, why they are giving you 
one ninth and comparing it. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to this. Around 40 people affis- affiliated with the National Justice Party, a white nationalist and anti-Semitic group, gathered in front of the White House to protest Israel last weekend. The group was led by blah, 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 longtime white nationalist who previously used the alias Mike Enoch, and he was one of the architects of the deadly 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. And Vice was probably the top news organization that covered that event. Sure. Right? Like they did the big documentary sure. about it at the time. So they right. were right there for this. They know this group. So Israel... Quote, is a pure genocidal state. Make no mistake, he told rally attendees over the PA system. We're Americans. We've been snookered into supporting Israel by Jewish control of our banks, our media and our politicians. But we have to say enough and rise up as people. Now, that was that was the white supremacist. Or was that white supremacist? No, this is the guy talking in front of the White House. Okay. And he's speaking in front of the White House, anti-Israel, pro-Palestinian rallies. Okay, the same guy that was everywhere, apparently, you know, after Charlottesville, there were Nazis everywhere. Oh, I remember white supremacists, the number one threat to our nation could not get a tiki torch at Home Depot. They were using them all for racist rallies. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, listen to the way they're now described. Their small demonstration Uh was dwarfed by the hundreds strong protest that flooded the streets of Washington, D.C. But his rhetoric is an example of how far right anti-Semites are trying to use the pro-Palestine movement, hijack some of its language, criticizing the Israeli government's actions in Gaza And then use that as a vehicle to push anti-Jewish conspiracy theories Uh and tropes into the mainstream. Yeah, because, you know, when Mm -hmm. you because you read that statement about how Jews control the banks and everything. And I wasn't entirely sure. Yeah, if that was a trope, if it was a trope or not, because or if it was a statement from Rashida Tlaib's office. The presence of the National Justice Department in D.C. shouldn't be seen as an indication that there is some ideological kinship between oh, the group. no, definitely they, not. They are now oh. saying that the people who are saying pretty much the same things, there's no ideological <laughs> kinship. Gosh, these people okay. are shameless. Okay, so listen to me. <sighs> listen to me. Fringe extremist groups are first and foremost opportunist and will leap at any chance to insert themselves into a popular movement. Tell me when they've ever said that about the right. They are also going on to talk here about they're not pro-Palestinian. They just hate Jews. They see this um, moment as an opportunity to get attention coverage and their banners and their images, their ideas into reporting patterns. Okay, that's Vice News saying this. Mm. You know and I know that when you support Hamas... When you are calling for a ceasefire of on Hamas, you are basically saying we should give Hitler a chance to catch his breath. They are saying Hamas saying the same things that Hitler said, and they are even saying it currently that that is their goal, that they will... 
that the Jews will look at Hitler kindly in comparison to them in the coming years. So what is happening? Why is the White House doing this Islamophobia thing when the numbers don't bear it out? They're now trying to push national socialism as something on the right. I'm against socialism in all of its forms. I'm against collectivism in all of its forms. Listen to this. The Israeli government says their goal is to eradicate Hamas, which controls Gaza after the militants entered on October 7th and took hundreds hostage. U.N. experts say that Israel's retaliatory actions in Gaza amount to collective punishment. Now, what is that? What is collective punishment? Is that like saying all of one race is responsible for, I don't know, uh, slavery? All of one race is responsible for uh, all oppression? Is that saying all of one race is responsible for killing Christ? Is, is, that, is, that, is that what you mean by, I'm sorry, collective punishment, United Nations? Is that Because I understand that being wrong. In fact, I, individual salvation is what I've been preaching. But you have collective justice. You have collective salvation. So a UN expert says that the reason why Israel is so wrong is because they're into collective punishment. What is happening? I'll tell you. The media is laying the groundwork. You, if you are for Israel, know that you are going to be hated because you stand for the chosen people. Doesn't mean I agree with them as a state. There's a lot of things they do. I mean, they're a real socialist state. I don't like that. They can make huge mistakes in war. I don't like that. But I will stand with the chosen people because I know the covenant requires. But you're going to be hated because who you're standing for. It is going to become less and less popular. They are going to turn this whole thing around to where they can be screaming death to the Jew, but they're not hateful. But the Nazis, they will put once again into our category. They will once again say, see, the, while they're dismissing them now because they're marching with the Palestinians, they certainly didn't dismiss them in Charlottesville, even though everybody I know thought Charlottesville, thought January 6th was an abomination. Nobody said in January 6th, hey, let's separate the good guys from the bad guys. Not, let's not have collective punishment here. They are telegraphing where they're going. The whole Islamic phobia, the whole uh, craziness of what we've gone through already before, just in a much worse package, is coming. They're going to turn this all back on top of us, and we will be the hated ones. Because we believe in the Constitution, we believe in God, and we believe God keeps his promises. 
so be it. But just mentally prepare for tough times ahead for anybody who wants to stand and stand uh, for the next right thing. This is so transparent what they're doing. They're leaping through hoops to distance themselves from socialists, white national socialists. I'm sorry. In, in Europe, it might be left is communism and right is fascism. Here in America, it is left uh, is socialism, nationalism, authoritarianism, all of the isms. And on the right, it's small, limited government. And then beyond that would be anarchy, no government. The American idea is keep it out of anarchy, but keep the government as small as possible so you don't have tyrants. careful who you stand with read beyond the words in the news what are they setting up they are setting up a state that is going to claim there we are nothing but islamophobes and white supremacists that's what they're setting up Meanwhile, they are erasing the frickin' names of American birds. Stu's going to do something on this uh, Stu Does America tonight on this, and he'll do it again tomorrow. But it's, it's crazy how, that's, how that started. But all they're doing is just erasing our way of life. Prepare to preserve our way of life. Back in just a minute. Emergency situations come in a whole bunch of different forms, and many of them uh, are the type where you'd want to have some food storage, you know, just in case. I mean, Biden and friends have done so much damage to the American economy. You could almost think this administration uh, is an emergency situation. My Patriot Supply has had so many prepper needs covered. The biggest and most important course is the emergency food. You're going to want to get a three-month emergency food kit. They're amazing, compact. They last for 25 years, full of great meals. The meals offer 2,000 calories per day. They're easy to prepare. Little water, little heat. You got a meal ready to go. Uh, and they're really, really good. So you get that for your family. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for power outages, gravity-powered water filters. Don't forget a water filter. Heirloom seeds, survival gear, it all could come in handy soon. If you're a camper or you just want to be prepared for any eventuality, please go to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare. MyPatriotSupply.com This is the Glenn Beck Program. (laughs) 
This is the Glenn Beck program. Coming up in a few minutes, we have a new song. I heard it uh, this morning from the Beatles. It is not to be released until uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time today. It's being released globally. It is a new song from the Beatles, never heard before. Um, and uh, I think George, before he died, right? George is the one that died. Uh, and he did, John yes. Lennon. Yeah. And John so Lennon. George and Don, uh, John Lennon, before they died, they both laid their part down on a track. Now, they've used AI to take and separate the tracks so they could remix mm. everything. It's incredible. Uh, and then Ringo and Paul came in and they did their part. And so they're releasing a brand new Beatles song. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not your usual uh, Beatles fair. Um, but I actually like it. It's strange. It's different. And this, the story is incredible. Yeah, it I is. mean, John it Lennon is. laid his vocals down in 1979. Yeah. And then George Harrison did his guitar track in 1995, six years before he died. Right. And then uh, the other two, Ringo and Paul, came in and did their parts. A pretty incredible story. It's an incredible story. And this is supposedly the last one. Like, there's, they've got nothing else. Got this, nothing is it. this is it. This is the last song yeah. they're ever going to release. Yeah. So, and you're going to hear it here in a few minutes. Yeah, it's being, uh, we're allowed to release it here uh, in just a few minutes. So when we come back, a brand new song by the Beatles. Also, the Marine Corps ball has been canceled. Mm, that should require us to talk about it for at least a couple the of minutes. The Glenn Beck Program.